0: Well, hello, folks, and welcome to Chapel Chimes. This is Pastor Dallas Payton Jr. I'm the pastor at Cooks Chapel Baptist Church in Pipeston, West Virginia. This is a ministry of our church, and we are so glad that you have decided to tune in. Uh, I, I say tune in because of the radio, but uh, however you're doing this, if you're listening um, on uh, Apple, on Spotify, however you get your podcast, or if you just have uh, clink, uh, uh, clicked on the link, we're so glad that you've chosen. And I'd ask you to reach out to us and let us know that it's a blessing to you. And uh, you can also like, share, subscribe, all the different things you're supposed to do with podcasts. And I am so excited today because, live and in person, uh, I'm going to be doing an interview with my dear friend and fellow pastor and uh, my brother in Christ. And um, we are going uh to be interviewing brother mark brandon. We're hoping to have him on a couple of podcasts we've already had him. One of our most downloaded podcasts was from Brother Mark. Brother Mark's the pastor here. We are together in at his home church here in Tiftonia Baptist Church here in the Chattanooga area. Mm-hmm. And uh, man we are excited Amen. uh about about this and he is with me. And today what we're going to look at on the podcast it's something he and I both have a, a real heart for, and we hope that it will be a help to you and encouragement to you, whoever's listening, and we're going to talk about marriage, and in particular, the marriage retreat that he and I, uh, and our, well, I say he and I, other churches now for several years. Brother Mark, how long has it been? How many years? Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. It's been eight years, and um, so we're going to begin. I'm going to have a word of prayer, and i got some questions I want to ask Brother Mark. He's got some Bible verses he's going to share with us. And I believe it'll be a help to you, and uh, if you're a young man listening, we hope that this will be an encouragement. If you've not been married yet, if you're a young lady, I know a lot of young men listen to the podcast, and we thank the Lord for that. If you're a couple and say, hey, man, um, I really want my marriage and, and my home to, to work out. What do I need to do? Give us some pointers. And so we're just going to talk about marriage. Uh, our The marriage retreat that we're involved in a little bit, and just some of the some of the good things. I wouldn't necessarily. We, we started this podcast to address things that we don't address from the pulpit. I've never really spoke about this behind the pulpit, but man, it's needed. So we're going to pray and get right into the broadcast today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray you be with us. and Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I pray that you'd help us as we have this podcast together, the folks that'll listen. We'll give you the praise, Lord, now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Brother Mark, I know your heart for marriage. And I, my question—I got about four, three or four questions here on this podcast—and we're not going to go real long. But why marriage retreat, brother Mark? Why, if you were going to talk to somebody that's just driving down the road and they put in the podcast, do you what, what would be the why? I mean, I think I know what you're going to say, but share with with the with the podcast listeners, whoever they may be, why marriage, why the emphasis. You know, I heard a guy years ago say you got to put the right emphasis on the right saliva. You know, mm, why the yeah. emphasis on on uh, marriage and the marriage retreat in particular?
1: Amen. Well, I believe
0: that obviously the core
1: of our civilization is is the family. Uh, we see a lot of the deterioration in our country and in our churches, and it's a direct result because there is a deterioration of the home family in the way which God has designed it. Um Personally, Brother Dallas, if I could share with this audience, you know, really where, why we started the marriage retreat, um, it would be found in Proverbs chapter 24, verse number three and four. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And, you know, Laura and I's goal, and I think the Lord's goal, is not just to be married, but to be happily married. And not only to be happily married, but to have this promise that God gives in verse 4 is we want all of our homes and marriages to be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Amen. And so one of the reasons why I believe that a marriage retreat is so important is because in that verse, through wisdom is a house built, and then by understanding, it's wise to do right. It's wise to uh, do your very best um, to keep your family and to you know, raise your children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. But that word there that's next understand, understand why, you know, you could tell your children, well, just do this, just do this. That's wise if a child will do what they're told or what they're instructed, but it's even more wonderful when they do it, but they understand why they're doing it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's what that word understanding there means is not just do it, but you, you do it. And so I think the marriage retreat is a wonderful tool where you are helping people to not only say, look, keep your marriage right, use this tool to keep your marriage right, but then the way we kind of do the marriage retreat with the panel and the questions and the people we choose uh, to be a part of that, it's, it's helping them to understand why. So there's not only wisdom there, it's wise to work on your marriage, but then we see that there's understanding there as well. They understand why uh, through people's failures, through people's victories, through the experiences of others, and they get all of that in a marriage retreat. And then the last, the Bible says, "and by knowledge." So then it becomes yours. You know what someone else has learned, maybe through their failure, what they've, what the Lord's taught them in their marriage. You know, a marriage retreat is a tool I believe that gives all three of these principles: wisdom, understanding, knowledge. What's the goal? So your family, your home where you dwell, will be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. That's what I desire. And I want everyone to have that. And God designed marriage. And so we have to look to the creator of that designer of that marriage to be able to fulfill and to have what we feel is the goal is to be, have a home that is filled with pleasant riches. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. That's so good. And and let me say this. I know there'll be somebody I'm sure that's going to hear this and you may have never been to a marriage retreat and it's not just about, now, obviously we we're for the retreat. And let me, and let me just say this. You said, why are you pushing that so hard? That is just a tool. Mm. And we understand not everybody can take advantage of the tool because of schedule, because of you know illness, sickness, job. We we get that. I mean, it, this right. is just a one time a year. Right. Marriage is, whether you go to a marriage retreat or not, uh, so it is just a tool. Right. Uh, and so I'm, I'm sure I'm probably going to, people who won't hear this. I've never even, you know, this, so I've never been to one. The bottom line of the heart behind that is not necessarily the retreat as much as it is the marriage, brother Amen. Mark. It's the home, yes. and 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 I think the thing that that I've learned at at the marriage retreat is the working on it. You know, I've heard you say it. I've heard people say it, and even though I, I mean I know it, but there's something about calling the time out and reminding ourselves you got to work on that. Yes, you know, you got to dwell according to knowledge, and so there has to be a knowledge. So, well, uh, share with what are some of the. I mean, we've had some positives with our church. I've had positives. In, what are some of the positives you've seen from people, it, well, even if they don't go to the marriage retreat, but just from the marriage retreat, or what are some of the positives of working on your marriage? Because sometimes we think, like, well, what's the point? It's a pretty big point.
1: Absolutely. Well, anything valuable is always attacked. Anything that mm. is valuable, precious, important is always attacked. And so the value to me working on your marriage is because it's something very vital. And if you put that thing in cruise control, well, it's going to fail. It's not going to be what God is des- desires for it to be. And, you know, as far as speaking about, um, you know, positive, uh, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you, Brother Dallas, and I've never shared this publicly. I, I might have shared it with our church. But a few years ago, you know, just things got so busy here and there was so many things. I even I even thought, what could we do to make our year a little, you know, we've got so many things planned and so many things, and I'm going to be honest, I'd even contemplated, God help me, you know, maybe changing some things as far as the marriage retreat. And then, you know, that spring, uh, in the first weekend in March, we we got some personal testimonies from folks in other churches and also in our churches, and Laura and I just (coughs) knew there's no way that we could change anything here as far as not having the retreat because it was really um that resource was being used. And I, I also agree with you. Um not everyone can come and we understand that. Sure. But we also do know that it is a great resource that will help you um look in your marriage, give you a time that you set aside, um, to have some time with your spouse. And then it also just, you know, like I said, gives you some great resources and tools to strengthen your home, I think it will I think having something like that with couples getting away and falling more in love with the Lord, falling more in love with themselves. I've learned here it's made our church grow closer. Mm. You know, it's 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 really it could fellowship. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, a we, fellowship. Yeah, and then another thing that's good that's helpful. We have people in our church that are now friends with couples in your church right, and in other right. churches, and now we have a, a great extended prayer family. You know, and and, and so there's a lot of benefits to a a marriage retreat. But as far as working on your marriage, it's vital. It is precious and it is vital. So you have to continue to work out. I say it all the time. You can never put your marriage in cruise control. When you do, someone in that home will be neglected. And of course, obviously, first the first one is we're always trying to work on our home. Then we're keeping our relationship very sweet and personal with the Lord
0: Jesus. Right. And so, why do you why do you think, Brother Mark, and I think well, I think that's a man. That's a the word cruise control is is really very descriptive. I mean, that's that's the perfect word Cause, and and, and I magic. think most I think most of us know when you, when he says cruise control, you know, you're going down the interstate, you're going seventy. You know, you got air in your tires, you got fuel in the tank, everything's ready to go, you got a destination to get to, and, you know, the manufacturers of a car say, hey, let's give them a button they can push where they just don't have to work quite as hard in it. So that's the perfect picture. Why do you think then, and I don't, this is, (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot here, but why do, because I have my thoughts on it, I think, why do we, why are we so prone, you just mentioned it there, I think, to put something so precious now, I can understand it in a car. You can have a, you have sure. a you know sixty thousand dollar going down the road, and you're basically trusting a button to, to carry you. Um, why do we put it in something that profound? Our marriage, our home. You know, Satan's done a masterful job in that sense. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I mean, is it, I know it's many faceted answer, I guess, and we, that's why we have a marriage retreat just sure, to talk sure. about. Why I, do you think it is? Just off the top of your head, I think it's natural.
1: For us to do that as as people of flesh that, you know, because, um, you know, the old man's still there. Right. Um, so it's natural. It's easier. Um, but I'll, I'll give a third thought. It's taking things, promises, principles, and people for granted. That's um, good. You think That's about good. it. You know, some of the most uh, neglected people to encourage Is the people that you have the most confidence in, because they're just there. You know, like I tell my wife all the time. I said, "Honey, I appreciate how strong you are Um, spiritually. You know, she's a tough lady. I appreciate that. But if I'm not careful, brother Dallas, I'll take that for granted and realize she's still a woman." Right. And God has created her as a weaker vessel. And as a husband, as I'm cultivating that, I'm always realizing that, you know, she needs me. She, when she married me, she chose me to spend my life with her. She wants me to choose her. And if for especially for a man, it's so easy for us to put things down in cruise control. You know, we're doing our own thing. And a lot of times our precious wives
0: are neglected. That's so good. And, you know. To, to use that analogy of cruise control, it's one thing if it's a vehicle or something else. You know, people put. I, I think I like it. You know, people cut music on or a TV on in the background. It's almost like, like you said, I got a schedule over here. My marriage and my home. I mean, I I like having it there. I like it being, but it has to be. And then one thing I've learned is the pro priority. Okay. Uh, you know, and these successful, and and I wrote this down, what, you know, what are some of the great examples of positive stories? And, you know, one of the things that's helped me personally going to a marriage retreat and then, and then being around successful marriages is really, and and even, and I would say this, whether you go to a marriage retreat or not, look to people who are successful. And you and I both know people, we've met them, I've met them in your church, uh, and people that have went through a lot. You know, in fact, the majority, what's interesting, unless unless you've never, if you've been, you know this, but the majority of the people at a couples retreat or marriage retreat, we call it now, but, are have been married themselves. I mean, uh, of course we have newlyweds, but a lot, what has shocked, and I think people are usually surprised by that, that, oh, wait a minute, that older couple, now obviously sometimes they're retired, they're able to get away. But but you know the thing that I've noticed, brother Mark, and I find it very interesting is that, and I've I've even had couples that have been married forty, fifty years say, hey, I learned something this weekend, or I'm coming because I want to learn something, or it is it is, uh, and then you yeah. look and say, oh well, there you go, there's why there's why that couple's been married oh, thirty five years yes. because they're, they realize that um, there's a humility yeah. I think that comes. Yeah. You know, you can't get to where, and of course, I think some of them just have a natural love for each other. But there are things, even though you love each other, you know, one of the things that's helped me at the marriage retreat, even though we loved each other, I remember one year we, we had some, uh, they was some, I forget, they told us to go back to the room and ask ourselves these questions. And I expected my wife to just answer them this way, and she didn't. Mm. And it really, I thought, man, even even me, and I'm supposed to be, hey, I, it don't matter who you are, Brother Mark. That's right. And, and somebody may be listening to this podcast and think, oh, I'm okay. My marriage is okay and everything's okay. And you know what? I pray it is, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, you can't – I think if we get anything out of this podcast is you have to invest.
1: Amen. Invest. Uh,
0: whatever – I mean, it don't have to – when I say invest, it's not, not necessarily money, but time, yes. energy, effort. You have to invest in that home life. And, you know – We talk about its nature, and then you said something earlier. The world really is attacking it. Speak to that just a little bit. How is the world, because you've been a pastor now here in this place just 12 years. You've been in the ministry now for several years. You've seen some attacks. We've talked about them even today. Yes. What are some of the attacks, whether somebody ever comes to a marriage retreat, what are some of the attacks that you would say here on this podcast? And we're not going to go but just a few more minutes, but what would you say some attacks— just if somebody's listening, okay, I, I need some help.
1: Well, ultimately,
0: I believe the greatest danger
1: right now that we have to God ordained family and God's eternal divine design, and i you know, we we didn't talk about this on the front end, but is the LGBTQ community because to be quite honest with you, they're trying to redefine what God has already defined. And so we look at this like they're attacking the family or they're attacking our church. No, 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 no. Much greater than that. They are attacking God because marriage and the way God has designed it for a man and a woman to cleave into themselves, you know, and to leave their father and mother and to cleave into themselves and to be happily married to forgive one another, that is God's design until death do us part. That's God's design. And so anything that's being attacked in any way, that is an attack towards God. But I would say to anyone out there, marriage is absolutely wonderful because of the founder that founded marriage. He instituted the home. He inst- God instituted, I can only find three institutions that God instituted in the Word of God. One of them, the first one was family, home. And uh, I believe that it's a powerful thing because God did design it. But here's here's the thing. If you're trying to be married and not have the designer involved in that, it's like someone say, well, I'll tell you right now, I'm sleeping in my car. Well, will it work? Sure. You can sleep in your car. But that's not what the designers created that car for. No, that's good. And see, no. we're now living in a day where we're trying to redefine marriage and say, well, it works. No, wait a minute. You're not just trying to get it to work. I don't want to just have to work with my wife. And I want to be, I want this verse. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. That's what I want, Brother Dallas. I don't want it just to be, you know, something that we're, you know, we're working at it for
0: an end for it to be a happy marriage in the Lord. Man, that's good. That's a great illustration. Sleeping in the car. I mean, yeah. we're, we're using we're using cars here today with with cruise control and sleep because cause you can you can and 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 here's the thing about it, you can actually technically you could live in your car. Sure, not but what but my who you know who in their right mind? I mean, we we they're borderline homeless <laughs> right. if, when you're sleep. You know, the next step is being out and and, and you know and let, and let me say this today if you're listening, you know, you may be listening because you'll see this. Maybe the title, and he said, "Man, I, I, you know, I've got some issues, and and a lot of times they're very personal issues. Many times marriage is very touchy, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't necessarily even want to talk about it. But, but I'd say this, brother Mark, we've seen this with the marriage retreat. We, I've seen this in the ministry. If somebody's marriage is struggling, and they all, can we say this? They yes. all struggle. Yes, we're all, you know, uh, having some sort of. Now, it may not be on the brink of divorce, but." Like you said, when you talk about being happily married, man, that's a that is a continual effort. I mean, you know, you got to make your bed every day at your own home for your for your own house to be comfortable. I mean, you got to clean and work on your home, uh, physically, you know. But let me say this today, if you're listening, there you can there are there are avenues, there is help. Your life, your marriage can be because I think one of the things that and, and I think you hit on an LGBTQ community, the world, the flesh, the devil. It, there's almost like we hit a bump in the road, let's let's dissolve this thing. You know what I mean? Let's let's uh uh you know we we didn't we, we have the wrong, wrong foundation or you know I'm mad, I'm done. There's almost no and one of the things that I love about the marriage retreat is it is a tool to say hey before you back up and punt and change your whole life. You know there there is some because uh, somebody, I'm sure, is going to listen to this and say, "Man, uh, I, you know." And we've heard people say, like, give testimonies, like, "I came to this marriage retreat because this was our last right. j- ditch effort to get this thing fixed, or at least get it on the right." Or people have come and say, "You know, we're not going to get divorced, but boy, we're just not where we need to be." There is hope for people, Amen. Though, Amen. isn't there? I mean, there's, Amen. there's. I want to. I just want to encourage you that if you're listening, there is a, a, an opportunity out there. Uh, and I know you're getting bombarded uh, all the time with the negative pictures. And, you know, the world have to have it look like everybody on TV, you know, there's always a prettier, handsome, more money. You know, I mean, it's a lot of pull. It's a lot of pull. And it's shocking because we talk about this, Brother Mark, but the divorce rate, the broken home rate within God's people is not much different. In fact, some statistics say it might be a little bit worse and so there is some tools so well we thank you for tuning in today and I, I don't know if i got i think i got to all the questions let me ask you this brother mark what have you learned about people what have you personally learned what has helped you because you know i've learned a lot about uh what, what i tell you one thing it's helped me being around your church and your church family and these other folks sometimes i don't even know who all they are our, our retreats really grown you know yes but but i've really learned how different people are and how different couples make it work. It, that has really helped me. It's encouraged me to say, Hey, you know, these different personality types, you know, we, we've taken the, the love language test. We've done a little mm-hmm. bit of everything over the years, mm-hmm. different books that have been introduced mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? What have you learned about people or about pastoring or about church? Maybe some pastors listening to this. What have you learned about that? You
1: touched on a moment ago, you used the word hope. Um, before my wife and I, and we, we've we counseled with dozens, um, you know, we always start out and not going into great detail, but we always tell the folks that we counsel, and that's one of the reasons why we started the marriage retreat, is we have really never counseled with anyone, and my wife and I are comfortable saying this, we have never c- counseled with anyone that was probably more broken than us. Yeah. And when I say that, I don't say that to feel sorry for us. I want you to know, we know in our heart, and I've learned about people, people just need to know there is hope. Oh, that's good. Hope. And uh, as long as you have breath, there's hope. And in that marriage retreat, we're just trying to emphasize that there's a lot of people here at this ministry, including the two that have started it, that we have seen God do some miraculous works in our home and our marriage, and we know that we're of no one special, that it is God, and there is always hope. And so I've learned with
0: this marriage retreat, people respond to hope. Well, that's good. And and I hope you're listening today. You know, One of the things that that, that has encouraged my wife and I is um, there's three things about this marriage retreat, and really I find even most ministries that that really are successful with marriages and homes and that is lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ I've never been to this retreat that I mean it, it, it's a given because we're not really preaching sermons about that but you know this year I know we had brother Scott Pauly and I mean it was just so everything about this Bible 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 and, and I think God honors that and, and then another one I think too is the and the Lord's just put this on my heart in the last year and a half even before the pandemic but is the word the words and, and we know it's all through scripture obviously but the word's grace and mercy mm. the mercy of God and the and, and the grace of God and and a marriage that has grace and mercy like you said the word hope mm. you know the reason we have hope is because of God's grace and his mercy to us because it's undeserved no I don't deserve to have a good marriage it's God's mercy it's his grace it's his gift to us i think i think you know it's not good for a man to be alone it's a gift you know i think i think there's a mentality in in our culture that you know women are almost like objects Mm. you know for example for men i mean you know sexual objects physical instead of saying you know though that's a gift from god what a gift and so all of those things but if you're listening today you say man I, i really want that now you might not be able to come to the marriage retreat i would encourage you uh, to reach out to get to get because there's an attack on the home, and I want to be, and I know, brother Mark, you do. And I, in fact, I don't know a preacher that don't really want to be a defender, Amen. of family of the home. You know, people say that, hey, I'm going to stand for my, you know, I'm going to fight for my country. Now, let me encourage you, if you're listening today. Would you fight for your family? Would you fight for your home? You might take up arms if an enemy come in. Why? Why did? I, why did I? In the history. And I'm, I'm making this here in Brother Mark's office. He has some Civil War history. Why? Why do people take up arms? I'm going to tell you why. It's real simple. They didn't want somebody coming in and killing their family. It was they. They went to battle. I heard we talk about our grandparents. You know, my my papa fought for his sweetheart back home. I mean, those men that died on the battlefield. When they searched their belongings, many times they literally had a picture of their sweetheart, their wife, was in their chest pocket back home. And so if we're willing to go on a battlefield to fight, then we need to be willing. And we're going to close out today. I don't want to go too long today. But I hope that you'll be willing. I hope some men will. And by the way, if you're a young man, you've not got married yet. And I think there's some that listen. hopefully will listen. I want to encourage you to invest and to fight Amen. for your home. Start off right we could we could dive into in fact, I may not even have a marriage podcast, but start off right, start off strong, start off good because I think some people start off in the wrong way. But be willing. and In fact, if you can't fight for that marriage, I would I would say don't do it. That's right. Don't do it. So, well, listen, folks, we thank you for attending. Brother Mark, you have anything as we close that you'd like to just interject as we close out? Just
1: quickly, we'll just put a plug in. You know, the Tiftonia Baptist uh, Marriage Conference is every first weekend of every March. And, uh, you know, we've never promoted it. So this is actually the first time I've ever meet, mentioned it other than our church. But, uh, we love the meeting. We thank God that you're a part of it, and the other churches are as well and if you want any if you have any questions, give us a call. we'd love to help you with it
0: yes and so pray for us about that if that thing has grown in fact, it's gotten bigger and bigger and we we love that uh we want people to get involved. There's different churches and different in fact, there was some people there this year i did I don't not sure if I ever even heard what church they were from, but they came, and we want to encourage it and by the way it, you know there's no money making thing here we're not promoting this to because we're getting something out of it. In fact, if anything, to be truthful, it's 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 a ministry. We're going in the hole financially, but the truth of the matter is, whether it's ours or another one, I want to encourage you today. I, and I, somebody may reach out to me. I want to encourage you when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your home. Uh, there's nothing like that. You know, I, I'm a product of a broken home. I have a real tender spot for that. You may be listening, and maybe maybe your, your home got broke. Uh, whatever it is, I hope and pray that uh, that this will be an encouragement to you and help to you. We're going to pray. We're going to close. Reach out to us. Let us know. Share this. Like this. Reach out. You can reach me at my email at DallasPYTN at Yahoo. You can uh, go on. We're now on uh, Twitter and Facebook and anywhere that uh, podcasts can be found. Thank you so much uh, for all of your support. And share and invite somebody to listen to Chapel Chimes. Heavenly Father, we pray as we close that you'll bless and Lord, we thank you and praise you today. In Jesus' name, amen.